give your clap offering unto the Lord. Amen. Today is Mother's Day, and today is also our Founder's Day. Hallelujah. Today, our founder, our apostle, our prophet, our teacher, our evangelist, our pastor, turns 60 years. Do you understand? It's a good place to put your hands together for Jesus. Because you don't know what it takes to be 60 years. I have 14 years. It's that is somebody's whole life. Amen. Jesus Christ lived for 33 years. So if our father, our bishop, our preacher man, the one through whose obedience all of us are gathered here is 60 years, then we need to be excited. We need to be happy. Hallelujah. Amen. If he had not given his life to Christ. He had not paid heed to the call. Or somebody who said, oh, I could have been a, gone to Catholic. I could have gone to Pentecost. You never know. You never know. I could have gone to Baptist. You could have gone, but you could have also not gone. You could have not also been a Christian. Probably you would not have been saved. Hallelujah. Everything that I know as a young Christian, as a child of God, I learned it from this church and I learned it from our prophets. I joined this church when I was 17 years old by the grace of God. 17 years old. Amen. So divide it and take away from my age and see how long that I've been around. The books, the messages, the crusades, Everything that God is using him to do, it demonstrates that nobody can do such wonderful works except the Lord be with him. Hallelujah. Amen. And we thank God. We celebrate him mightily. And we salute him. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Turn your Bible with me to Philippians chapter 3, verse number 10. Philippians chapter 3, verse number 10. He says that, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable Unto his death. Who is the scripture talking about? Oh, who is the scripture talking about? Who? The scripture is talking about Jesus Christ. And Paul was speaking and he said that, that I might know Christ. And the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering. Being made conformable unto his death. And what we must understand is that as a Christian woman, as a Christian man, as a Christian child, your number one ultimate goal 
is to know God for yourself. Amen. I cannot know God for you. Vivian, I cannot know God for you. Mr. Manuel, I cannot know God for you. Amen. Gifty, nobody will know God for you. Rosemary, nobody will know God for you. Nigel, nobody will know God for you. You have to know God yourself. So, so Paul was saying that, that I might know him. Not, so not just knowing the person, but knowing God in totality, every aspect of God, you must know God. Amen. You know, the past two, three weeks, we were, we were talking about how to become, now what were we talking about? Seven great principles. Hallelujah. And the last week we spoke about how you can grow to become a mature Christian. Hallelujah. And to become mature Christian, one of the things that you have to know is that you have to know Christ for yourself. You have to know Christ for yourself. Why are you here this afternoon? Why did you get up and dressed up, put on your shoes, put on your panties, put on everything that you have to put on, put on everything and you make it and you come here. Why? You must, you must want to know something about Christ. And that is waste of time. Some of you came straight from work. Some of you worked. Some of you have not slept. But you are here this morning. So Paul was saying that, that I might know him. I might know him. And as a Christian, as a child of God, somebody who has been saved, somebody who has been bought by the blood of Jesus, you must make it a conscious effort to know God for yourself. Give a clap offering unto the Lord. John chapter 17, verse number 3. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. He said that you might know what? The only true God, and Jesus Christ, that the true God have sent to us. And the question you must ask yourself is, do you know God? How? To what extent do you know God? Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you are getting a job, they said they have to do a background check. You go, you they take it to some agency, you, you put your social security, your date of birth, and they can dig everything about you. Every address that you have lived, they will pull it. Amen. Yeah. They will pull everything. They will dig around you. Some jobs even run your credit check. Some jobs, if you don't have good credit, it doesn't matter how good your resume, they will not take you. Hallelujah. So they want to know who we are trying to hire. They want to know who we are trying to bring on board. 
even in the secular world, they don't just take anybody. They want to know who you are. If you have criminal record, we have to get into it. What exactly happened? Who are we trying to bring to the office? Who are we trying to come to come and control people? Amen. So in the same way as Christians, we must learn to know God. We must be able to know the God we are serving. Are you here with me? Okay. John chapter 4, verse number 10. So Jesus and the Samaritan and the woman of Samaria. And the question we must ask ourselves is, do you know and recognize Jesus? Do you know and recognize who Jesus is? Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes you'll be exhibiting a certain kind of behavior and God will be speaking to you in your mind. But because you have not mastered his voice because you don't have any relationship with, with God and you don't know who this Christ is. As he's ministering to you in your subconsciousness, God is telling you something. God is telling you, do this, don't do this, make this move, don't make this move. But because you have not even recognized his voice, you have not mastered his voice, how he speaks to you, how he comes to you in dreams and in visions, and sometimes he comes to you, you know, in a trance. But sometimes we just take it for granted. Feel like, oh, it's because of these yams that I ate. Or because of this oxtail. That's why it's making me dream this dream. But sometimes it's God, it's Jesus Christ that is trying to speak to you on something that is trying to bring direction to you on something that is trying to let you have you do something make a move and make a step and maybe god wants you to pray about something but because we don't know him when god called um uh what is this samuel samuel was was with who what was his father in the lord who was his father in the Lord? Eli. God called him three times. And the guy, because he has not mastered the voice of God, he always run to Eli. I'm sure if I come here and I shout, and without even know, seeing my face, you know that, oh, maybe this is how Reverend George speaks. So it might be Reverend George. Hallelujah. If let's say we are here and then Vivian is standing here and Vivian is calling Nadine. Nadine, I'm sure we'll be able, I will be able to recognize because I know her and I know how she speaks. Do you understand me? But for someone who doesn't know her, when Vivian is speaking, she, he, she or the person can just interpret that, oh, this is this other person speaking. This is somebody who is just minding his business. Are you here with me? So it is very important to know the voice of God. To know when God speaks to you. To know when God is directing you. To know when God is guiding you. is something that you must master. And it's something that you must learn. And many times God is speaking to us. But because we don't know his voice. We just ignore him. And sometimes it takes 
another person to tell you that this vision that you saw, this and this and this and this is God, what God is trying to do. Hallelujah. Or this dream that you had, this and this and this is what God is trying to do. Because Samuel, Samuel had no idea that God was calling him. It took, what, you know, his father in the Lord to be able to tell him that. Eli, Eli told Samuel that this thing, voice that you are hearing, it's not me, me, my voice is not like this, but it's God who is calling you. So the next time you hear this voice, say, here I am, Lord. Are you here with me? He says that, and Jesus answered and said unto her, if thou knowest the gift of God and who it is that saith to thee, give me drink, thou wouldest have asked of him and he would have given you living water. You see, this is a classical example. Jesus came to the woman of Samaria. He, she was fetching water at the well. And Jesus wanted to drink, wanted something to drink. But the woman did something and Jesus said, do you know who I am? You know, sometimes some politicians, when they are talking, do you know who I am? It's like, because they are politicians, we must allocate them some privileges. Because you are the CEO, we must allocate you some privileges. Some of one of these shows, um, they do about hidden bosses. What is it called? Undercover boss. Sometimes the owner of the company disguises him or herself and come as a, a, an ordinary worker, take up, you know, the menial position. And then he, he or she will be working with you. I mean, just regular. And sometimes they do that because if all of us knew that, hey, my boss has come, you know how we behave. If your boss is around, you want to put up your best behavior, your best character, you know. Yeah. You do show. Yeah. Even things that they have not told you to do, you will do. Do you understand me? So some of these undercover bosses, they come and they work. Sometimes they can be there for three months and you will not know. And later on, Sometimes they want to find out how the workers are doing, what problems they are going through. Do you understand? Sometimes they want to find out how dedicated that you are to your work. And after the three months, the boss will call them. They, they, the disguise will go away and they will call you into an office. They said, yeah, I'm so, so, and so, and so. And that sometimes the boss will give, so that you told me about this problem. So this is $20,000 here. And then at the parking lot, you told me how you have to take three buses before you can come to work. So this is a khaki. Oh my God, you serious? Amen. You guys, you watch that show. Yeah. And sometimes we even have what we call secret shoppers. When I used to work in the retail CS outlet, we have secret shoppers. They come to assess how you treat customers. So sometimes you come to the store, dress as an ordinary person, you know, see how best you are going to, you know, help him or her, see how best you are knowledgeable even about the product that you are selling. No, they do all those 
things. And after that, they will write a report and then they will come and post it in the uh, employee office or, you know, where break room or something. And then they will grade you. And most of the time, if we had known that, hey, a secret shopper is coming. So sometimes we develop a strategy of catching them. And we sometimes we were, we were, we were able to catch some of them that this guy is a secret shopper. The way they, because like they have a list of questions that they have to ask. So with time, oh, we, we caught all of them. So we put up our best behavior. You make sure your badge is there. I mean, you have dressed and then you go, ma'am, sir, ma'am, sir. Oh, you tell them even questions that they haven't asked you, you give it to them. Do you, are you here with me? Yeah. And it's because we suspect them who they are. But if, we didn't know who they were. We just behave and just, you know, sometimes you go, some, some, some people, when you even ask them, they, they, they are so rude. Some, some workers, they are so rude. They won't help you, but the attitude they will give you. And sometimes, how we relate with people, strangers. If we had known that this person is God, if it was Jesus Christ himself who appeared in your house, if you knew that Jesus Christ was sitting in your living room, probably the way you talk to your husband, you would think about it twice. Probably the way you treat your children, you would think about it twice. Probably the way you treat your wife, you would think about it. So Jesus Christ told the woman of Samaria, he said that if thou knowest the gift of God and who is it that saith to thee, give me to drink, Thou wouldest have asked of him and he would have given you living water. Because he knew that, hey, if Jesus Christ is asking me for water, then let me ask for living water. Living water is everlasting and living water is eternal. Are you here with me? So Jesus Christ and the woman of Samaria. And the question we are asking is, do you know Christ for yourself? Do you know who Jesus is? And most of the time, we max our life. And you see, max is you, uh, when we, 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 they call this masquerade, or how do you call it? Masquerade or whatever. Masquerade or masquerade or, or fancy dress. Masquerade. Masquerade or masculade. Masquerade or fancy dress. Americans say what? You came to America before all of us, so say... Tell us. <laughs> Mascarati. <laughs> you are not serious. Give a clap offering unto the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, he is more Americanized than all of us. Amen. Yeah. Sometimes out there, how you relate with people. The Bible says some people, because they mastered the skill of entertaining visitors, because of that, they were able to entertain angels. Hospitality, some of us don't know how to host people. When people come to your house, you frown your face, you tie your jaw. Just because of three days that they didn't give you Two years advance notice. 
So you don't know how to relate with people. You don't know how to live with people. But if you knew that this guy was Jesus Christ in disguise, I'm sure you would tell him, Jesus, stay for three years. Stay for four years. Oh, you can't even stay here. Oh, we will not charge you rent. Amen. So many people met with Jesus, but they did not recognize who he is. And as a result, they miss him. Hallelujah. Jesus asked the woman of Samaria whether she recognized who he was. Amen. Amen. And sometimes God doesn't need to come to announce his presence with you. If you are. Is the Bible said that the carnal mind, the carnal person does not receive the things of the spirit. But when you are a spiritual person, you are also a spiritual minded person. Amen. And some things you have to be able to sense it spiritually. It's not everything that is natural. And it's because you are far away from God. It's because you don't have any testament to him. So you don't even have any boldness to speak about him. Let's take another example. We said that the woman of Sam- the woman of Samaria saw was with Jesus, but did not recognize who he was. John chapter four, verse number twenty-five to twenty-six. Sometimes God sent messengers to us. God sent us like you see how we are celebrating our Founders Day. I mean the things that. Our father has been able to done in the ministry. If God is not with him, no human being will be able to do what he has been able to achieve. It takes the anointing and it takes the power of God. It has nothing to do with him. It's the grace of God that is upon his life. So the scripture we read from 1 Timothy chapter 1, 5 verse 17. It said that let the elders that rule well be counted of what? Double honor. Yeah. He said, let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and in doctrine. Wow. How many books has our father written? The word, how many times has he preached to us? Even me, how many times have I preached to you? In church, outside church, how many times have I brought the word of God to you? How many times have I brought a doctrine to you? And everything that I preach is because I hear, I heard him preach. And as of what I'm preaching, I'm preaching from one of his books. But if I don't tell you, you will not know. Because you don't even read the books that you have. Are you here with me? So such person deserves to be honored. Your mother has ruled in your life. Your mother has been a blessing to you. Let's even not talk about breast milk. The amount of breast milk that you have you, you have drunk as a child. Six months, three months, one year, three years. So for me, 
I don't play with my mom. I make sure I honor her. I make sure I take care of her. My mother is 88 years old. And she doesn't need much in her life. But I make sure that she's taken care of. I behave as if I don't have brothers. I behave as if I don't have sisters. I behave like I am the only child. I behave. I'm not when I'm doing something for my mother. I'm not doing it. Oh, then let my brother also bring fifty percent. Let this person. No, I behave like I am the only child. Amen. The woman of Samaria, she did not know when. I mean, a whole Jesus Christ has come to ask you for favor, and it's like you don't even know. Sometimes. Panhandlers, some of them are angels. Somebody comes to ask you for a dollar, you will not give the dollar. But the insult that you will insult the person oh, these people, when you give it to them, they will use it to smoke, they will use it to drink, they will use it to buy drugs. I'm not going to foster anybody's drug, you know, drug habit. We will say all these things over a dollar that you didn't give. A dollar that you did not give. But if it was Jesus Christ. One of these videos. A pastor. Before the church. Like, like before all of you came to church. I dress like I'm a homeless person. They do my face like a different person. You know how they do in the movies. They can change my face. Then I'll be standing outside. Then I'll be begging. Then I'll be asking for favors. And then it's like. And you, you see the church, some of the church people, even they don't, and some of these people, excuse me to say, they smell, they don't smell nice like we do. It's difficult even to sit around them, you know, to breathe in and breathe out. It's not easy. That is, that is their life. Do you understand me? And then the, the church members, some people don't even want to pass there. They go and they come. So then you'll be asking and some people would just not mind him. And then the church came and you should see the same people praising God in the church dancing dancing and doing all the things in the church and then they said that we have a visitor preacher let's clap our hands as we invite the preacher man for the day and this homeless man the same man come and mount the pulpit and he unveils himself and he talks about to them about the reality check. And it's because they did not know Christ. Amen. Because Jesus Christ said that when you feed the hungry, the one that is hungry, when you feed that person, you have fed me. The one that is thirsty, when you give him or her water to drink, you have, you have satisfied my test. When you visit the sick, it's me that you are visiting. When I was in prison, you, you never visited me. But I'm sure if all of us, we had, hey, Jesus Christ has been arrested in New Haven. Every church, from Catholic to Anglican priest to Lighthouse Bishop to Baptist pastor to Pentecost this to all first Presbyterian congregation church. Every man of God will match 
to go and see Jesus or to go and bail Jesus. Amen. And sometimes God's representative are among ourselves. He's your brother. He's your sister. He's your neighbor. He's your co-worker. And you treat the person like the person is not a human being. Do you know Jesus? Are you here with me? Yeah. In Matthew chapter 27, verse number 19. Pontius Pilate was with Jesus, but it was his wife who recognized whom he was in a dream. Matthew chapter 27 verse 9, the Bible says, when he was sat down on the judgment seat, he was a judge, the overall, he speaks, nobody speaks. His wife sent unto him, saying, have thou nothing to do with that just man? For I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. Eh? This man, please, don't talk about him. He is the Messiah. He is the king of kings. He is the greatest prophet. So all your judgment, the people that you have been in prison, don't take it to this man. Amen. Some of us, how we deal with people when you hear that somebody has done something. Hey, we will crucify the person. We will judge people. We will criticize people. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 23, verse 39 to 41. The two thieves that Jesus Christ was hanged with. Let's see what they also said. There, was two, there were two thieves on the cross, but only one recognized who Jesus was. So what I'm trying to let you know is that don't just come to church. Don't just pray. Don't just read your Bible. But make sure you know Christ for yourself. Because God is going to speak to you through his word. God, sometimes God will speak through, to you through a child. God will speak to you through your neighbor. God will speak to you through your pastor. Because in Jeremiah said, I will give you pastors after my own heart who shall feed you with knowledge and with understanding. But some of us don't even know how to, how to relate with the pastors that God has given to us. And they make it too much of the natural. Is eh, The pastor, he didn't talk to me well. Eh, and he did this, he did this, he did this, he did this, he did this. Amen. Let's read. He said that, Look, Luke chapter 23. Look, Luke chapter 23, verse 39. It says that, Behold, my hands, Luke chapter 23. It says that, And one of the male factors which were hanged railed on him, saying, If thou be the Christ, save thyself and save that. Ah, does God really live? Is God still alive? Does God still heal? If God is still alive, why am I going through all these issues? Why is it that everything is not working for me? So the guy said, if thou be the Christ, save yourself 
and look out for us also. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Does not thou fear God? Seeing thou art in the same condemnation, and we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. Is that we are thieves? And what we are going through, that is what must be done for thieves. But this man had done nothing. Because even though he was thief, he knew God. Because, so that's why sometimes, don't be surprised though. You think there are some people, Michael Jackson, I can't wait to get to hell. Because when I go to hell, you, I will see Michael Jackson there. Hey, don't be surprised. He will be absent. Said, oh, when I go to heaven, I will see Jar Rastafa, Bob Marley. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised that he doesn't live here. He lives on the other side. He lives in heaven. His address is 24-7 Main Street in heaven. Yeah. Cry or won't cry. Bible said that take heed unto thyself first. Take heed what? Unto thyself first. When it comes to salvation and personal relationship with God, it's you and your God. And you must strive to know God by yourself. Amen. The two men on the road from Emmaus did not recognize Jesus. Luke chapter 24, verse 13 to 14 and 16. And behold, two men went that day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem, about three score furlongs. And they talked together of all the things which had happened. But their eyes were holding that they could not know him. Amen. Yeah, they say all things. But they did not know him. Matthew chapter 16 verse 13 to 16. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, Whom do men say that I am? And God said, and they said, Some say thou art John the Baptist, some say Elias, others Jeremiah, and one of the prophets, he or one of the prophets, he saith unto them, But whom ye say I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. And when you read the scripture, it goes on to say, that Jesus Christ told you, He said, The flesh and blood has not revealed this thing to you. What you are saying, it is you are speaking under the inspiration of the Spirit of God. That is why you must, in, in order to know God, because God is a spirit. In that worship him, must worship him in spirit and in truth. So you must even desire more of the anointing, more of the spirit of God. Because spiritual things, you need a spiritual understanding and a spiritual mind to be able to understand it. Are you here with me? Yeah. In Romans chapter 3, verse number 20. 
do you recognize and know that Jesus is knocking on the door of your heart? If you knew, you would answer and open your heart to him so that he can be saved. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears my voice and open the door, I will come in and will sup with him and he with me. Give a clap offering unto the Lord. Amen. Yeah. In 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 18, the Bible said, But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. To him be the glory now and forevermore. Amen. So this morning or this afternoon, as we celebrate our Founders Day, one of the words that our Father wants us to hear, one of the things that he wants us to know is not about him, but is that you will know who Christ is for yourself. Personally, we we'll know. And anytime you know somebody, you have an authority with the person. If you ask me to tell you about Nadine, it's because I've been with her all these years. I will be able to boldly speak about her. And it, it just didn't happen. It came because of fellowshipping and relating with her for a very long time. So the more you draw closer to God, say that, come nigh unto me, and I would also draw nigh unto thee. Amen. Amen. Let us be on our feet. So strive to know Christ for yourself. All I want is more of you. Nothing that we must desire than to have more of Christ. Amen. Amen. Know the word of God. Know Christ for your own sake. Just pray. Pray for yourself that you will know Christ. Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. I pray that I may know you. I may know you, Lord. Mando pale kazunde palo. Pray that you will know Christ for yourself. Ah, you will not be like the woman of Samaria who did not know who was talking to her at the well. But you will know Christ in every aspect of your Christian walk. You will be able to know when God is speaking to you in dreams, in visions, in trance, in his word, through his prophet, through his pastors, through his teachers, through the people that he has sent your way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we may know you. That will not just pretend we will not have a dual life, Lord. Help me to know you more. Help me to know you, Lord. Help me to know you more, Lord. Help me to know you. Draw me close to you, Lord. Draw me closer to you, Lord.
eyes closed, with every head bowed down. The scripture we read, Jesus Christ is saying, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. God is knocking at the door of your heart. You are not born again. You don't know Christ. You don't have a relationship with him. If you die today, you don't know whether you are going to heaven or you are going to hell. You are the person that I'm talking about. Wherever you are, I want you to lift up your hand in the midst of the congregation. You are not born again. You want to give your life to Christ. Maybe you gave your life to Christ, but along the way you are backslidden and you are far away from God. Lift up your hands and wherever you are, I'm going to pray with you. 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 Wherever you are. Let all say, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I confess sin. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I am a sinner. Lord, I invite you into my heart. I call on the name of Jesus that he will save me. For I am a sinner. I dedicate my life to you. I dedicate my life to you. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. In the name of the Father. In the name of the Son. And the Holy Spirit. Let the church say Amen. Give a clap offering unto the Lord. Give a clap offering unto the Lord. Let's take our second offering. Second offering. Take your second offering quickly. Amen. Second offering. Baby, we're not here. We're giving our tithes. Take out your tithes. Second offering, please. I promise you we're going to be out here very soon. Hallelujah. But once again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Let's clap for the mothers. Let's clap for the mothers. Let's clap for the mothers. Amen. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank the Lord. Um, today is Founders Day. Amen. So we want to celebrate our Father. We want to celebrate the man that God has given to us, our prophets. Amen. So we have a cake here for our Father, the presiding bishop. Hallelujah. Amen. But before we cut the cake, I want us to rise to our feet and I want us to say a special prayer for him. Amen. I want us to pray for the presiding Lift up your voice. Pray for him. Thank God for his life. 
as he's celebrating his birthday he's in madagascar doing crusade on his birthday some of us have birthdays we go to dubai all our birthdays we sleep in hallelujah he said hey, it's my birthday i don't want to cook i don't want to do anything but he is going out about the father's business he says it's my birthday let's eat out when are we going to test this steakhouse when are we going daddy are we going daddy are we going hey hallelujah let's pray for him father we thank you for our father we give you praise we give you glory we thank you for the prophet that you are giving to us the teacher lord in the name of jesus we give you praise and we give you honor for 60 years lord we thank you for favor lord as you have blessed him i pray for him i give him back to you let him cross 80 with ease I ask the Lord, you will deliver him from evil, wickedness of men, people who don't have faith, Lord. May you keep him for long, give him good health, deliver him from any form of medical issues as he travels all over the world on road by plane, Lord, preaching the way in crusade, in conferences, in church meetings, Lord, going about your business, Lord. May you keep him safe. May he not die in a plane crash, Lord. May he not die in a car accident, Lord. May he not die on the seas, Lord. Keep him safe, Lord. Protect him, Lord. We ask for more anointing. Anoint him, Lord. Not only his head, but every part of him, Lord. Keep him, Lord. Keep his family. Keep him, Lord. Keep him, Lord. Grant him peace on every side. Contend with them that contend against him, Lord. Father, we cast out and we bind his enemies in the name of Jesus. Destroy them that seek to destroy his life. Let your Holy Spirit surround him. Let your spirit be a head of tongues around him. Run about protection, 24-hour protection. May you keep him. May you keep him. May you bless him. Honor his life. Ah, if there shall be death, it shall be when he is in good old age. Ah, just as David, full of honor and full of blessings and full of riches. Ah, Mando, Paleka, Sunday. Keep him for us, Lord. Keep our Father, Lord. Keep him safe, Lord. Deliver him from evil. Deliver him from blood tasting men. Bless him, Lord. Bless him, Lord. Protect him, Lord. Amando Paleka Sunday. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit, let the church say Amen. Give a clap offering. Amen. Dear Pastor, precious to us.